Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available... On digital, Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. I, I probably feel worse about this than Kim now because y'all keep bothering me with it. Leave me alone. Let me be. Let me go on about my day without having to hear this. Please. What's up? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily. This podcast is brought to you by Hip Hop DX. And you know, this is the place that we keep you up to date on the happenings in hip hop music culture. I am one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host, A-Dub. It's Wednesday and surprisingly a lot is going on in the middle of this week. So we are now hearing again about the Kim K and Ray J sex tape from 2007. Like this thing has been continuing for over a decade now. We have an update on that. Also, Freddie Gibbs is saying that Pusha T's new album that he's working on is album of the year. Rapper Slim Jimmy from Ray Shrimmon has been arrested for allegedly attacking his child's mother. And J. Cole and Kid Cudi are scheduled to headline Governor's Ball for 2022. So before we jump into all of that, please follow the podcast, subscribe to the podcast on whichever app you're on right now, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, Stitcher, all those apps. Please make sure you follow and subscribe to us. Thank you. Now let's get to it. Okay, so let's start off with the saga that never ends. The Kim Kardashian slash Ray J sex tape. The original came out in 2007. I was in, what is that, middle school? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I was in middle school when this came out. I'm grown as hell now. Why why is this still a thing? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, this is probably the longest running news story. I feel like that keeps getting brought up because yeah, middle school for us and it's still talking about we we like you said, we grown, we out of school, we got careers now. <laughs> still talking about this sex tape. Yes, and it came back up recently because WAC 100 basically was like, yo, I have an alternate version of the sex tape. I got the director's cut with different angles, new footage, all of that. And WAC was basically like, I don't want to put it out. Like, I'm just going to give it to Kanye West. And he was like, yeah, it'll make like a dope private NFT. Like, just really kind of weird. Like, first of all, how would you have gotten your hands on that as WAC 100? And second of all, why did the world need to know that if that was true? But it turns out that WAC might not have been lying. That's the craziest part of the whole thing. Yeah, in a new interview that Kanye did for uh, Hollywood Unlocked, he mentioned that he did get the director's cut of the sex tape or the other version of the sex tape, but he didn't get it from WAC 100. He got it from Ray J himself. 
Yeah, so Kanye was basically like, I went and got their laptop from Ray J myself that night. He said, got on the red eye and met this man at the airport, then got on the red eye, came back, delivered it to her at 8 a.m. in the morning. Kanye says Kim cried when she saw this tape, and he said, you know why she cried when she seen the laptop? She said, it represents how much she's been used. It represents how much people didn't love her, and they just saw her as a commodity. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, okay, deep. I think like what yeah. I'm I was just a little confused by the entire situation because after Kanye said this Kim Kardashian came out and issued a statement Kim K basically came out and said that's not really what the situation was she said after review there was nothing sexual unseen only the footage on the plane on the way to Mexico and footage at the club and restaurant on the same trip her team went on to say Kim remains firm in her belief that there is no new second sex tape that exists after 20 years, keyword, 20 years, she chooses to move on from this chapter with focus instead on the positive things she continues to do as a mother, entrepreneur, and advocate for justice reform. Come on, rebrand, Kim K. Yeah. Better <laughs> rebrand your life from socialite to all of these other things. But yeah, so I just think it's weird to keep bringing this up. Especially as in Kanye's case, because these other people, okay, WAC 100, we know his whole thing. His whole thing is commenting on other people in very provocative ways. Like, that's his brand now, basically. For whoever's interviewing Kanye, it makes sense uh, for them to ask about it, get a headline, get a storyline, whatever. Kanye West, though, that is that was your wife, and that is still currently the mother of your children. So why are you even open to discussing this at this point? Like, it's just weird to me. Like, yeah, he talks really about weird. people using her as a commodity. Like, you're commodifying her by having this conversation with people about this tape from 20 years ago. It's very weird. Yeah, and, like, it makes it even more weird if Kim is saying, or Kim's people are saying that it's not true, but Kanye is saying... It is true. So it's like, for one, who is telling the truth? And then also, if it is true, yeah, why would someone who's been trying to get Kim back time and time again in the public eye continue to talk about it? Like, it is definitely weird. Yeah, I just want to move on. Just leave us alone about this. I, I probably feel worse about this than Kim now because y'all keep bothering me with it. Leave me alone. <laughs> let me be. Let me go on about my day without having to hear this, please. <laughs> Please, please, we beg of you, Kanye and Wack. <laughs> let us let it let this go for our sake. Now, let's talk about Freddie Gibbs, because he believes that Pusha T's new album that he is working on is an album of the year. Now, recently, this past weekend, Pusha was posting videos and music from Paris Fashion Week. A lot of people were out there. And he also teased the album artwork for the new album. And of course, surprise, surprise, cocaine was involved. <laughs> Now, you know, Pusha's, that's the theme of most of Pusha's music. So, you know, not surprising at all, really. But put out the album cover, a lot of people got excited. They're like, oh, yeah, we about to hear them coke raps again. Come on, Pusha. And then Pusha also put out a little snippet of some music. He shared video of the song playing. It looked like it might have been in the studio or somewhere. There's a lot of people in the video. He's rapping along to the music. Song sounded crazy. All of that happened. After that, Pusha basically hijacked his manager, Steven Victor, uh, one of his interviews he had going on with Complex, just to say, yo, the album of the year is coming. And then they were like, a Pusha album takes a long time, but when it comes together, ain't nothing effing with it. And then that's when, you know, Freddie Gibbs followed up with why he believes Pusha T. Yeah, Freddie Gibbs went to Twitter and he basically said, 
he on my ish snapping so i believe him so that um alludes that him and Pusha t have a collab coming out that's going to be on freddie gibbs album that sss which is supposed to be coming out this year too so it looks like we about to see Pusha a whole lot this year I'm excited about it. This is going to be the follow-up to Daytona. We ready at this point, because Daytona was how many years ago? That was when Kanye was putting out the seven-track albums. So, yeah, a couple of years ago. Yeah, it's time for a new Pusha T album. I'm excited to hear also what he did on Freddie Gibbs' album, and I'm excited to hear Freddie's album, especially with all of this stuff that Freddie has going on recently. You got to have the music to back it up, and Freddie's going to have the music to back it up. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I'm excited for those two, too, because, yeah, like you said, we haven't heard from Pusha T in a while. Freddie Gibbs been tweeting a lot, so hopefully a lot of that stuff goes into his music. So, yeah, I'm excited for these two to drop. Now, let's talk about Ray Shrimmon, because some disturbing news came out about Slim Jimmy from Ray Shrimmon. He has been accused of allegedly pulling his child's mother's weave from her scalp. That is definitely crazy. That's a, that's a hard pull, if that's true. Yeah, Uh, so law enforcement sources told TMZ that Slim Jimmy was arrested Tuesday morning in Miami for battery, and they say his girlfriend slash child's mother told the cops that Slim Jimmy got pissed with her after she questioned him about a woman that he was following on Twitter. And then they say she said Slim left their home with a friend shortly after the whole argument, and then he came back later smelling like alcohol. That's when she allegedly attempted to move their child from his playpen that he was playing in to the bed for some reason that supposedly set Slim Jimmy off. And that's when she said Slim pulled her hair so hard that her extensions were ripped from her scalp. They said she tried to record it on, on her phone, which made him more pissed off, and he chased her around the home. She says she ran into a room, closed the door, and Slim Jimmy knocked the door down, ripped the phone away, and threw it over a balcony to prevent her from posting the video on social media. Woo, this is a lot. That's a lot. That is a lot if that's true. Woo, that's a little too specific to make up, I feel. Yeah, like, it's a lot of detail, a lot of aggression if that event did go on. But it's interesting because from this news article, they did put an update. And now it's the girlfriend of Slim Jimmy was saying that the whole thing was BS and denied that uh, Slim Jimmy even laid a finger on her. So she was saying that the police or uh, the cops that did show up are making this whole story up. So whatever you just said, Asia, the girl is now saying that none of that happened. So mm. that's what makes it interesting. It's like, did it really not happen? Are you now trying to cover up for Slim Jimmy for some reason? Like, because right. it is too specific. It's very specific. So either the cops made up an elaborate lie trying to take down Ray Shrimmon, <laughs> and I'm all for a conspiracy theory, but I don't know, man. Sounds more like it really happened. You were mad in the moment, reported it to the cops, and then after the fact, thought about it. Or, you know, a lot of people who are abused take the person back at some point, or they cover up for the person after the fact, after the person says sorry a hundred times and, mm-hmm. you know, gives them gifts or whatever the case is. So we don't know if this is really a woman who, who's been abused and is, you know, going through the psychological struggle of that or if for some reason people just chose to make up a story about Slim Jimmy I don't know I don't know which one of those sounds more likely to you but I I hope it isn't true I do hope that I hope that it's not true but I don't know that one sounded a little too specific to me I'm not gonna lie that's just my opinion though Nah, I agree. It's way too specific too many details for it to be a lie and if it was a lie it's really fabricated I hope Slim Jimmy didn't do this but then again it's just weird all around. Like, 
if you need if you need clout J- slim jimmy just say that if you need a, a storyline just say that well let's talk about j cole and kid cuddy because they are both going to be headlining the governor's ball in 2022 and the whole festival lineup has been released and it's going to be taking place between june 10th and june 12th this year this is a new york city music festival so for j cole and kid cuddy to be headlining it that's pretty big. Come on, North Carolina headlining the uh, the New York Music Festival. We love that. Yeah, it seems that J. Cole's on a lot of these festivals this year, uh, including, of course, his own Dreamville Fest that is set for April. Now he's on Governor's Ball. I think he's on a couple. I think he, I, I saw him on Bonnaroo. He's on that festival, too. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's at out the, here this year. The, the iHeart um, concert, Black History concert. J. Cole is slick on tour again. He did the off-season tour, but he's on a festival tour right now, low-key. Mm-hmm. Now, also on the Governor's Ball lineup this year, you got Playboy Cardi, The Migos, Roddy Rich, YG, Jack Harlow, Coy LeRae, Denzel Curry, J.I.D., Ooh, Jasmine Sullivan. Wow. Okay. They got some names up here. <laughs> Governor's Ball going to be lit this year. Yeah, they even got uh, Shaquille O'Neal, I guess, is performing under his alias Diesel. So stop. that's going to be real interesting. <laughs> stop. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. <laughs> what in the Kevin Hart chocolate drop is going on here? Literally. Right? <laughs> I have to tune in for that. I hope there's a live stream for this somewhere because I have to see what Shaquille O'Neal is going to be performing. I know he used to rap, but what what is it? Why are we resurrecting this? What's going on? Yeah, <laughs> who made that decision to have him up here? <laughs> yeah, I, there's many other uh, rapping ball players they could have got. Iman Shumpert, Damian Lillard, any yep. of them would have worked. <laughs> but Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal, like, what are we doing? What are we doing here? But either way, <laughs> J. Cole was a great choice for the headliner. J. Cole and Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi's going to do Friday night, and J. Cole is going to close the festival out on Sunday night. So that's Governor's Wall 2022. I think that's a good note to end on today. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all platforms. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. That's Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials. That's our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok at Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can follow us too. I am at Asia Sky on everything. And I'm at A Dub on everything too. And we will see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya.